0: Style Ellen. Welcome to Wow Cool Robot. My name is Phoenix, and I use they-them pronouns.
1: And I'm Max, and I use he-him pronouns. And we're back! Yay! They fucking... Sunrise trying to keep us down. Not showing an episode last week because of production issues. Uh-oh!
0: It actually was golf. Apparently, there was last weekend there was a really big golf tournament in mm. japan and i've been hearing from like people who are into like common rider that like this is actually a fairly common problem and i guess g-witch is in a time slot where stuff like common rider or some other toku goes across japan So they ended up having to do the. They ended up having to do that recap episode in case the golf game ended up going overtime.
1: Hmm. Very sad. I.
0: Other reason to hate golf.
1: Yeah. I like, you know what? Golf needs to be relegated to video games only. I'll play Mario Golf. I'll be my friend Peter Piranha and smack the ball with my hand because that's how you play golf when you're a giant plant.
0: Like, I guess that's kind of what Birdie Wing is about. I i don't know. I haven't watched that show. I just know that both Amuro and Char's voice actors are in it. So, um. You
1: know what I learned recently? I guess it's been like three weeks since I, uh. I saw the One Piece Red movie lately. Speaking of Char's voice actor,
0: I didn't know
1: <laughs> that that motherfucker is Red Hair Shanks.
0: Wow, like, he really is everywhere. I mean,. He's also, like, he's also... I know he is also in Kingdom Hearts as, like, Marluxia. So, like, if you end up, like, looking into, like, the Japanese voice actors, suddenly um having Leonard Nimoy and, um... Mark Lance King,
1: Bass.
0: Like, no, he, Lance Bass, like, Mark... He was Sephiroth in the first one. Oh, yeah, yeah, I forgot, um... Yeah, considering some of the stuff that he went through when he was in that boy band, I think he was at. I think he actually is kind of qualified to play Sephiroth from just like right from like a method acting perspective. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, no this, shit.
1: Shuishi Ikeda really did fucking voice Marluxia. Oh my God.
0: Yeah, he did. And also, it's like, okay, so they basically have a dude from. Every single, like, big sci-fi franchise. So having Mark Hamill and Leonard Nimoy, um, be in Kingdom Hearts, it makes sense. And it's just, like, it makes sense. But, um, at least Hmm. that, at least Marlucia actually cares about his little sister. So progress was made. But speaking of progress anyway, um... Let's get this episode on the road. Um, I do not have a funny bit this week. Like, I'm still very proud of the vampire bit, and I'm kind of really amazed that I was able to keep that up for as long as I did. But anyway, Mobile Suit Gundam, The Witch from Mercury, Episode 6. A Gloomy Song. Prospera meets with Belmira Winston, a pale engineer and Elon's handler, also an apparent witch, as they trade words in reference to an, an incident with the Vanitas Institute and in a 21 year long grudge. Ghoul gets evicted from Jaturk House, and his half brother, Lalda Nell, becomes the new head. Mika and the rest of Earth House build Ariel the Mirasol flight unit to allow it to compete with Elan's Farrak. Suleta and Elan duel outside the front with Ariel at stake if Suleta wins. Elan has to tell her about himself. She does end up winning after her gun bits exhibit a concerning level of power And appear to Ilan as laughing children. I guess uh don't really look too deeply into that symbolism there like that stuff is freaky man. After the duel Ilan tells her that he remembers having a birthday and Saleta reminds him that he still does but unfortunately he actually doesn't as pale deems him useless and incinerates him, as he sings "Happy Birthday" to himself, and then he, and then they end up sending out another Elon clone, maybe because there's like because apparently like the real Elon exists and is a huge douchebag, and he's like too much of a douchebag to go to this school.
1: He's Elon Prime. Yeah, this is... (laughs) the show is going so many crazy places, and we're, like, a quarter of the way through.
0: It's like, I mean, that kid, like... I know that it is wrong, and I know we would kind of be, like, falling into a little bit of a trap because this is a Gundam show after all, but I gotta say, like, for the first time... The kid in Gundam actually has a punchable face. Like, that dude, he is just so smarmy. I hate him.
1: Now, are you talking about Elon from Gundam? Are you talking about Elon Musk? Hey!
0: (laughs) I mean, I think I could probably actually... um, I'm pretty sure I actually have, like, 20 pounds on Elan. Like, I'm pretty sure I could beat that little... I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. I could beat that little brat in a fight. I dare
1: say I could take most high schoolers in a fight.
0: Yeah, like it, I could probably like I could probably I could probably fight that little brat, but mm. um
1: It's being in space, it makes your bones long? Frail? I don't know. I um
0: think it, <laughs> it like it's like osteoporosis. You have to exercise like two hours a day in order to keep it from happening to you. Mm, it's like, right, what, <laughs> it's like you have to like, you have to like, astronauts are up there in space, like constantly pumping iron.
1: Yeah. I mean, that's what uh, Quattro is talking about being weighed down by earth's gravity. It's just osteoporosis. Oops. Drink your milk. Um, <laughs> So this one, the first thing that I want to touch on with this episode here um, is I really... Okay, so we've seen the prologue. We talked about the prologue. We know the prologue happened at some point in time. And a lot of what the show is starting to hint to us is that, hey, maybe the current time at the show is not... Is a bit, like, farther away than the prologue.
0: That would be believable with how, like, Delling has aged. It's like, it has not been, like, what, like, 12 years. Or, um, it hasn't been, like, 12 years unless it's, like, I don't know, like, I guess he was, like, really, unless he, like, ended up, like, really, really slipping with his Botox routine.
1: Yeah, he ate too much permit. Um... But so this is a thing, right? Uh, Belmeria, who knows about Vanadise or was part of Vanadise or maybe was just part of Ox Earth. She knows Prospera. Maria, she's like the handler that we've seen before. Elon um, like, says her full name is Maria Winston. That's how we know. So, she, But she's Bell, is what Prospera calls her.
0: Oh, well, yeah, like the dude from Overwatch. Like, I really like that guy. I miss him. I miss them all so much. I'm, you ever see
1: that fucking tumblr post it's just like a photo of a gorilla in a zoo and the comments like y'all I don't even play Overwatch but I screamed
0: <laughs> I really Excuse? missed that game I was like like 2016 Like that was probably like one of the peaks of my life and with everything that's happened since then we are never getting that energy back Like you can never go
1: back very sad
0: Like, I am, like, still super bummed about it. But, Mm -hmm. yeah, it might have been a lot longer out than we thought. But, like, then that starts getting into, like, the whole, like, oh, Ari is, like, in Ariel and, like, her and Suleta are, like, two different people, and it's, like, I mean, like, I get, like, people like to theorize about things. But, like, I kind of think a lot of people who are, like, going along with, like, the airy is-Ariel theory, I think they kind of don't really get, like, what kind of show they're getting into. Like, for Gundam, you do not really need to come up with a really, really edgy theory like that in order to, um, in order to make the show like serious. Like well, at the
1: same time. So, so what? What I that's like kind of the prevailing Reddit theory. I say Reddit because I like to punish myself on a spiritual level by going to the Gundam subreddit and just seeing like the most rancid takes day after day. It keeps my soul strong.
0: It's like I mean they only have like four jokes on there. It's like mm-hmm.
1: it's like double zeta bad. They
0: okay? like people love the Gundam subreddit. Are you okay? Like do, do you mean <laughs> No.
1: <that>? Yes. <laughs> it's like yeah, their four jokes are double zeta bad, bright slap, uh fucking Setsuna is Gundam and uh uh, fuck. What's a funny fourth one? Like, there's a there's a fourth one somewhere. I can't think of
0: it. Like, it's um. Oh yeah, it's char. it, it is char three times like that. Right? Has,
1: yeah. It, it's red. It's red now. You see Taylor Swift. It's
0: like it's red. It it's like guys. Like, do you need help? Like, I you're on like, Reddit, so yes. Oh, I can like call somebody like I know a therapist like you all need <laughs> help. I, I kind of also think that whoever whoever is in charge of the Gundam wiki is al- also needs serious help
1: I don't like, think anyone's in charge of the Gundam wiki because it's like it's either very very detailed or so sparse that you can't find like any they, information they on it they
0: don't even get like they don't even have like for, like, the stereotypical, like, the other type of wow, cool robot Gundam fan, they don't even have that information on there. Like, you cannot look the mechs up by, like, who designed them. It's like, it is a mess.
1: It's, it's, it's like buried under so many. It's a mess. But anyway, we're getting away from it. The main thing is, like, that Reddit theory is. Suleta's a clone, uh, all the gunned bits are failed children, clones, and and and, Ares and Ariel. What I think is that maybe, at this point, the most likely thing, given what we know about the show so far, I think the most likely, like, eventuality of what would happen is that Suleta is literally Ares' younger sister. And it wouldn't, look, it wouldn't surprise me if Ares actually is part of the AI inside Ariel. Like, we've seen that shit before, we saw it with... Uh, the blonde girl from Narrative got ghosted inside the Fenix. I know that also happened with, like, I think Blue Destiny in early UC. Like, that's a thing.
0: I don't really know what Blue Destiny is, but apparently I did a generator for, like, come up with your own Gundam, and um, basically my Gundam got that inside of it. But, like, every single thing, every single single other thing that was also describing that Gundam I got from that random Gundam generator, it made it kind of seem like, um, a UCified version of the Wing Zero. So, like, I actually do think that, right, ra- that that randomly generated Gundam was pretty cool, and I still need to draw it.
1: Hmm. But I... I'm very intrigued to see where the show's gonna go with this, because yeah. th- what it boils down to is, I thought the Vanities Institute uh, incident was 12 years ago, because Aerie turned 4 and still had a 16, but it seems like it was 21 years ago, so what the fuck happened in those 9 years that, like, I we can't account for? Yeah,
0: like, But, like, who knows? Maybe they're talking about a completely different incident and from that That's one. also I'm
1: pretty likely. Bigger. Like, mm-hmm. I
0: mean, I get it. Like, all the clones are like children that like Prospera killed for like for like that. And it's like, bro, like we all know who poor. We all know that like play exists. Like, take a number. Like, this isn't new, y'all. So
1: well, another thing about that, and you know
0: what I like. This is this is
1: a fun way of doing this episode. We're just kind of jumping around to what we want to talk about. It's it's jazz. All of the things with the gunned bits appearing as little floating kid silhouettes, like the ending of Mass Effect Three, that was all Elon's viewpoint, and I don't think Suleta actually saw them that way.
0: I so I don't even think that like anybody in the entirety of people who've come up with that theory, like. I do not think anybody has brought up that that was all from Elon's viewpoint. And, Mm -hmm. like, like, I do not know just how, like, objective you can be. And it's, like, I know he's, like, a cyber new type, and they're not exactly the most reliable people, so.
1: Right. And we're certainly not going to know anything more about him. (laughs) Uh, It's... It intrigues me. It greatly intrigues me. I mean, we get more references to kind of the sort of obligatory UC Psycho frame resonance when Permit clearly interacts with each other.
0: I still not, I'm still still not really sure like, what exactly Permit is supposed to be like. Is it like fancy magic space crystal, or is it like... Or is it going to be, like, something else? Because, like, I have prestals and I'm pretty sure none of them would be able to, like, if you, like, charge them under the moon, I'm pretty sure none of them would be able to, like, trap child ghosts and then be used as, like, flinging themselves around at people. Like, I'm pretty sure that just by, like, throwing one, that somebody could hurt them, but, like, they would just do that <laughs> on their own, because they're, like, they're, like, ghosts. Right.
1: <laughs> I, just, I just want to see Suletta grab the gun bit and just start fucking chucking them.
0: Yeah, just like, I mean, she learned it from her mom, like, when she yeeted her arm at that dude. That's
1: true! She did the it's rocket like punch.
0: Special, it's like special, um, special Mercury family technique. Me. <laughs> it's, the, it's the
1: Mercury secret technique. Um yeet. So but uh, uh I think we talked about it before. Permit is a mineral. We know that, because at one point Suleta mentions, maybe Prospera even mentions, that like the reason Mercury got put on the map in the first place is because they mine for a permit there, but it's kind of backwater now because they can mine for a permit on the moon. So clearly permit is some type of mineral. That is like the red glowing bits in not like bit floating bits, that is the red glowing stuff inside the Gundams, we only really see it with the Fair Act and with the Ariel, because those are the only Gundams in the show, but that's that red glow, and when they talk about Permet score, I don't know exactly what that would be, I'm, I'm guessing...
0: Not either, it's like, I mean, I've done my research on, like, crystal stuff, and, like, I guess they're not basing this on anything I know about witchcraft, but, like, the thing is, again, just like this sort of episode where we're just like going in and out about theories. It's like, yeah,
1: we're just chilling.
0: It's jazz, man. It's jazz. Um, yeah,
1: I don't know. I it's it, this is we're, again. We're like a quarter of the way through. There is still plenty more to be revealed, and I'm very excited.
0: Thunder and jazz do go together.
1: That's so true. Yeah. I can't wait to watch Thunderbolt.
0: Yeah, same here.
1: Hit. Um. But see. anyway,
0: um what about Ghoul?
1: Oh, uh, he did get evicted and he is living in, in the woods on campus. Very funny.
0: <laughs> it is. Not- it's like it, 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 that is just like so funny. And like I know it's like this is like the sad scene, but like after the duel when um Suleta is waiting for Ilan to come on that park bench when he is basically busy getting disintegrated Mm -hmm. and salada is waiting for him
1: (laughs) he gets put in a tesla that catches on fire
0: yeah like waiting for him so he can come and they could have like that little date and she could learn more about him um if you actually take a look into the forest across from the field, you can actually see Ghoul's tiny little tent set up. I and will say
1: I when I rewatched the episode, I paused on that frame and I looked. I couldn't find that tent anywhere. So I don't know like, if what was going around was a Photoshop or what, because I could I not find know, that shit.
0: I don't know either, but it's like I'm I'm really happy for I'm really happy that Ghoul is getting some character growth and he's not, like, hopefully he will become less of a jet jerk over the he's course. He's
1: chilling in the woods. He has his Final Fantasy 15 Coleman-branded camping gear. He's living his best life. He's in his yeah. lane and he's thriving.
0: I and mean, I've seen, like, a couple of weeks ago, like, right after this episode aired, like, a lot of people would have been, like talking about how, like, it would be really cool if for, like, his redemption arc, he was like, you know what? Fuck this. Fuck all of you. Like, y'all are, like, y'all are bad. Like, I'm, like, thank you for kicking me out. Um, I'm going to go over to the Earth house, people, because they're not treating me like garbage. They're not treating me like garbage that like and like i am who i am constantly having to prove myself to and it's like it would be cool if he had like a redemption arc and i'm still praying for gulja turk um gulja turk's awesome fun camping trip at awesome fun camping trip redemption arc yeah he's getting better Yeah, it's like, I am, like, maybe I'll actually be proud, who knows, maybe I'll be proud of you someday, but we still- I've been
1: proud of him since day one, for the record.
0: Yeah, like, (laughs) I mean, like, proud of him without a hint of irony. Right,
1: sure, yeah, okay, that's fair.
0: Yeah, it's like, anyway, I guess we've covered that part of the- the episode um, um we, do you want to talk we,
1: about re, re, mm, you got
0: talked about best boy how about worst boy again yeah
1: real elon yeah this guy's a creep
0: yeah it's e- like i mean and it's like dude like why are you sending your clone to school for you it's like i mean like what like you're not going to learn by sending your clone in your place, it's like, could you like tell me what like the square root of um hundred and twenty nine is or something like? What was the Battle of Gettysburg about? Um,
1: right. can, can
0: you diagram this sentence for me, sir? Like, you need to go to like go to fucking school instead of just like hanging out with those we that bunch of weirdos. I
1: mean. We've seen that the purpose of this school is absolutely not to get an education. It's all fucking building relationships for future businesses. But what intrigues me... First of all, the the, the Elon that got burned up in a Tesla was Elon 4. So there were three... Uh, I Maybe two Elans if we're counting. No, because he was enhanced person number 4. So yeah, there were three fake Elans before him. Clearly the purpose... There's a reason why Elon has to be at the school as, like, the heir to Pale House but or whatever.
0: Like But he's just, like, ditching school so he can, like, I don't know, watch reruns of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Yeah, it's he's like, watching All
1: My Children.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's like, I mean, like, dude, like, what? Are you scared that you might, like, meet? somebody else who doesn't agree with you.
1: It's, it's not that for me, because clearly he's very collected, he's very charming and suave, and he's up to some shit, for sure.
0: Like, I mean, like, again, I would have punched that kid so bad. <laughs> like, he actually looked, like, he actually seems punchable. I do not know if there has been a child in Gundam this punchable before. I am not counting Reddy because I think like Red because like Reddy was an adult, but like I also really want like to twenty one.
1: That guy fucking sucks. Um, I wonder. Okay, so what about? What if the reason all these fake Elons are going around, we know that they're being tested under pale to kind of become like the perfect Gundam pilots. I wonder if they're being tested basically so they can find a way for a human, AKA the real Elon, Elon prime, if you will, to be able to pilot a Gundam without getting like completely obliterated by the data storm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm wondering, I'm thinking.
0: Like, I think we've actually like, Actually, like, thought this out more than, like, what i More seen.
1: than anything on Reddit? <laughs> yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you do not need to come up with an ashes in a coma theory for Gundam, y'all.
1: alana has been ten years old since the very beginning. As, as, all of it's taken place over the course of a year, and he finally defeated Charizard.
0: those babies are all hallucinations because of his neglectful parents... And, um, yeah, or, like, oh, like, this is all happening within, like, five minutes as he's freezing to death. Or it's all contained inside that one little snow globe or whatever.
1: hmm That was just, no, that wasn't the Grinch. What the fuck was the snow globe one?
0: That was, um, Saint Elsewhere. And it turns because right. of just, like, all the crossovers that has had. That have been, like, involved in, like, a big, like, Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. It's, like, Mm -hmm. 90% of American television shows have taken place inside that random snow globe that that little kid had.
1: Yeah, and they're all in Super Smash Brothers now.
0: (laughs) I mean, I, like... I guess, like, this is the part where, like, I am going to go off on my thing about, like, people who, like, get way too into coming up with, like, theories about stuff. It's, Mm -hmm. like, I do like it. It can be fun, but sometimes, like, y'all just, y'all are treating this like it's your job and, um... You are not Pat. Like, this is not your job to just come up with theories.
1: Now, to be fair, Pat's a fucking terrible example of that.
0: Yeah, but it's like, I was just saying that because that is his job. Like, y'all... That's, yeah, acting, yeah. Like, they are acting like that is their job, but it's not. It's like, they are just taking all of this stuff way too seriously and it's like, um, it's like that Animaniacs bit about, like, the, um, get a life society and it's like, like, I mean, like, like, sometimes it's just like, y'all are just taking this way too seriously and it's it's a thin line. It just takes the out of coming up with stuff and it's like this is also how you get like stuff like i think it was like westworld or whatever oh my god
1: i mean that was
0: yeah it's like they ended up like changing like an entire show that had already been like done because it's like holy shit everybody on reddit again figured this out so we have to like beat reddit and beat the theorizers it just ends up like, sometimes it's like they treat it like it's their job or the people coming up the theories are treating it as a competition with the show runners and show organizers. Like that was when it's just like, brah, it's like you picked up on the... You didn't come up, your theory wasn't right, you just picked up on the foreshadowing, like, bruh.
1: I mean, that's, the d- 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 the Westworld thing, that was definitely on the writers, because, I w- like, if, if I'm a writer, and I'm not a writer, but if I was a writer and someone was able to figure out where my work was going based on clues I had left in, I'd be proud, I'd be like, hell yeah, you fucking did it, congratulations.
0: You picked up on my foreshadowing, but then it's like, it just seems... It just seems really combative for no reason at all.
1: I I think where I fall on the whole theory thing, I mean, I, I am for people making these series and people, you know, thinking about and, and, and really dwelling in the space of the show. I do think there is a very, like, thin, blurred line to kind of cross where it feels like some people are making these things up for the sake of like, trying to add depth that doesn't necessarily need to be there or making things seem, like, way too dark, way too fast. Like, again, yeah, the she- whole, like, oh, field clones! The- she's, like, she's, just, she's a she's sleep uh, There are certain things that I kind of, they smack to me a little disingenuous and just trying to, like,
0: be, like, like,
1: gritty sci-fi for its own sake.
0: This is Gundam. You don't even need to come up with that for this. But, again, it's, like, the... Oh, he's been in a coma for 10 years. Or, oh, like, uh, or like, oh, like that one for Adventure Time that was literally identical to the Ash Ketchum one. Yeah, I don't know.
1: It's like, I'm very eager to see where the show goes. And I do hope to see more theories on Reddit, but it does feel like everyone is. I don't know. I feel like I haven't seen many theories that I've read and been like, wow, that's really interesting. I think also because, like, a lot of what I see is, like, And I'm not going to get into any details of this, uh, but I see all these like one piece theories on Reddit. And a lot of it is just like you have too much time on your hands trying to make all these connections that probably aren't there in the first place. Now, to be fair, that's based on like over a thousand chapters of manga and not like six episodes of a TV show. So there's a lot more to kind of grasp at there. But yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's I I guess what it boils down to is I get it, but I'm not really like the theorizing type myself. Yeah, It's fun to talk about.
0: Yeah, like, I'm more into, like, random headcanons that there's definitely, it's definitely never going to be proven in the show or, like, confirmed at all. Like, I just like random headcanons just based on vibes. Like, um, Rembrandt really likes listening to Taylor Swift, but if she called, but if you called her a Swifty, she probably would give you the stare
1: hmm that's so fucking valid of her I also love Taylor Swift
0: yeah it's been but, a burden
1: of mine I, my whole I, life
0: yeah but it's like I kind of feel a little bit awkward interacting with her current fandom because it's like I am pretty sure that I have been listening to Taylor Swift music for longer than a lot of you have even been alive and then I just end up feeling really awkward
1: Oh, Phoenix, when I tell you that literally happened to me, it was like, I think last year, and I was at a a beach house with my family, and one of my cousin's kids was there, and I think she was like 14, and she was talking to me about Taylor Swift, and I'm like, I have been literally listening to her longer than you've been on this planet, and that's kind of weird to me, because I feel old as hell now.
0: It's like, I mean... Like I was there when she was. I remember her when she was a country singer and. Right. Yeah,
1: the self-titled album, "Teardrops on My Guitar," yeah, picture to burn. Of it,
0: I guess a lot of it might have been like they would play her a lot on the radio, on the country radio, uh. on the bus when I would be going to and from school in like middle school, mm. and like it was like. Late two thousands country music, so like the whole nine ing had happened. Yeah, it was like she was a relief in a sea of like that ass of like the Toby Keith ass boot song. Yeah,
1: God, fucking, I've never. I we can't get into a country music rabbit hole here. We'll exactly. be here tonight. Um, <laughs> is there anything else? like major kind of things from this episode that we want to touch on.
0: Um Earth House is rebuilding Ariel and like um
1: I, I yeah, the flight unit. That's right, I pre ordered that I, thing. It's
0: really cute. Like it's really cute. Like I love a backpack. Um like I love a, a backpack.
1: Backpack for her applesauce.
0: Yeah, it's like I actually, um like, normally I'm a shoe person, but lately it's like I've been looking more into, like, handbags and stuff, and, like, backpacks fall under that. Yeah. And um currently I have one that is shaped like, uh, I currently have one that's like a Hello Kitty that Aww. I ordered, and I'm planning on making her, like, a little outfit so it's like the little Hello Kitty Gundam.
1: Oh fuck yeah. I have I have the Hello Kitty Gundam kit in real life.
0: Yeah, like I like I haven't been able to find it in stores, so I guess like doing this is the next best thing and I I need to get rid of some fabric scraps anyway and I'm feeling crafty so I'm making a Hello Kitty Gundam backpack.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I mean there's not much to say with that. They they, they rebuild it out of scrap and they, like, they get their money back by betting on Suleta winning the duel with Elan.
0: It's like, congratulations, Ohella, O'Jello. Um, you finally got a W. Can we get a round of applause for that?
1: Right. Hey, also, I don't know if we talked about this. Um, we might have, or maybe it was just in the um, Discord. O'Jello's fucking voice actor is Ken, who voiced Yuki Judai in Yu-Gi-Oh! GX, the main character. Wow. Which is kind of completely batshit wild to me.
0: <laughs>
1: it's really cool. It's really funny. I'm so glad that I figured that out.
0: I kind of, like, all I remember about that show, because, like, um, I was into Yu-Gi-Oh! a lot when I was, like, a kid. But that was, like, the classic Yu-Gi-Oh! Yeah, Duel and, Monster, sure. Kind of stopped doing, like, the ancient Egypt stuff. Because I was also, like, I ended up getting into Yu-Gi-Oh! Because I was, like, that kid in class who was absolutely obsessed with the Ancient Egypt unit in, like, third grade. And um, that is how I got into Yu-Gi-Oh! And then the second they started getting away from it, I kind of dropped it. Because it was like, okay, like, like, the Ancient Egypt stuff is gone. Like, that's what, what... That's what was my draw.
1: Yeah, sure.
0: Whereas my brother would watch that abridged series clip on YouTube. Yeah. Where they were just saying card games on motorcycles. And it was like, this was sort of like the, um, this was like the, This was, like, the late Audie's version of an iPad kid, but he would just watch that video on repeat for hours. (laughs) He was like, he wasn't, he was the 2000s version of an iPad baby. That's what he would do. And that is the only thing I know about Yu-Gi-Oh! GX. But, um, congratulations on the W.
1: Good fucking show. Um, Let's see. There's, there's, there's not much else for this episode. I mean, the, the, the main other thing is every time we hear someone sing happy birthday now, we kind of have to brace for tragedy to happen.
0: Yeah, I mean, I guess we should, like, in real life, I don't know, um move on to, like, the one that they used to do at TGI Fridays to prevent... I was going to say, they got to do the what restaurant do birthday... About- we need to come we need to start you or maybe include the Scooby Doo on Channel 2 part because i guess like they're never going to be able to say Scooby Doo in a Gundam show so that's right uh,
1: we have to that's that's yeah, how we that's how we, we do it to, how we to save it we, we get on a copyright
0: to do the Scooby Doo part or like uh, like and Scooby Doo on Channel 2 and i remember like in class like somebody had come up with verses for oh yeah. That part all the way up until like channel 15.
1: Oh my god. I would if I had to, if I was like at a party and it was my birthday and someone was singing that and they kept going for that long, I would like have to jump out a window or like leave the room or something. I would not be able to handle that like oh my god. Uh-uh, no way. Uh-uh, no way. Uh-uh.
0: Yeah, it's like my dad is also kind of like a why is it he like he likes to try to like keep time by like clapping and he's like why does everybody sing happy birthday so slowly it's supposed oh, to be yeah. a song so it's like he like claps and tries to do like give us like a click track to sing to but it's like i always just end up getting distracted because it's just like he's clapping really off beat and it's just like he's clapping like fast
1: Mm, that's what I'm gonna do next next birthday I'm gonna put a five second timer and I'll be like all right y'all sing that song real fast let's go
0: (laughs) I mean it's like it's like dude like savor the experience like live in the moment and like don't be like weirdly like I know it's like your birthday and you're like king for a day or whatever but it's like come on just like Savor the experience. Like be yeah.
1: happy.
0: like, just like be happy and don't like be weird about like be weird and turn into a metronome.
1: Yeah, that's that's our that's our wisdom for this episode. If be normal on your birthday, unless you're gonna get exploded and the like what happened yeah, to you, like it's it very got, sad.
0: Yeah, like say the Scooby Doo part. Sunrise does not have the rights to say Scooby Doo. Uh-huh. Say, sing <laughs> the Scooby-Doo part and you'll be safe.
1: Mm-hmm, exactly. That, that, that is episode six's final piece of wisdom to you, the listener. Indeed. Um. So, so now, I reckon let's move on to Gundam G-Witch episode seven. Shall we, Gundam? The pale CEOs reveal to Grassley that the fair act is indeed a Gundam and they appear to be planning together to dig up some sort of dirt on Delling. Suleta, still worrying about Elon, gets an invitation to an incubation party and decides to attend, thinking Elon must be there. She takes Miorine, Nika, and Martin with her and does end up running into Elon. The real Elon! He brings her to the stage where the Pale CEOs present her to the crowd and grill her about Ariel before revealing that Ariel is indeed a Gundam. Thinking that this will get both the Ariel and Shinsei buried, Miorine proposes a new business to the crowd, proposing to merge Pale and Shinsei's development groups together to create Gund Arm Inc., with the express purpose of protecting human life. When Meereen throws away her pride and asks Delling to pledge to fund her business, the entire room joins in and her company is successfully founded. Afterwards, Suletta meets up with Prospera and asks her if Ariel really is a Gundam. Of course, Ariel is a Gundam! Waka
0: waka!
1: That part was so fucking funny. <laughs> Stonks! It's stonks. This is just the stonks episode. Yeah.
0: It's like, I was, I came here expecting prom, but I got stonks.
1: I went, oh fuck. I fucked up. I went to the business school prom. Oh, sucks. Um, yeah, yeah, shit. There's a lot here. One little thing before we get into the more meat of it. Um, in that one scene when they go to the party and you see like the mobile suits just kind of like standing there, it's like like an auto show almost. It's kind of like showing off merchandise. Um, there is one of the Demi Trainers there. It's like dark blue and it has this kind of like neon accent to it. That is a kit.
0: Yeah, like the so, Yosobi, so, so they're like the people who came up with the theme song and they Yeah,
1: did. you can buy this Demi Trainer. It's so cool that they put a little cameo in the show.
0: If you've seen, if you saw like um, that performance that Lil Nas X did at the League of Legends World Finals with like the projectors and like the holograms. I guess like um, if Yosobi ever does it, um, they could actually have their giant robot. Oh, that would be sick. As like a giant projection. It's like he had like like Lil Nas X was doing the thing where he was standing in the giant robot's hands when he was performing, and it's like I am always a sucker. For a tiny person standing inside giant mech hand, like I love.
1: Yeah, it. it's so good. Um, that's as is a cute little cameo. So let's see, what are the the main things of this episode? Um, obviously Gundams. Everything's a Gundam. The Ferret is a Gundam. The Ariel's a Gundam. We knew it because we saw the fucking the. I pre-ordered the the kits and it, they called them Gundams, so I knew. But now it's like very obvious. Um, yeah. <laughs> I gotta wonder what this is going to mean for the direction of the show i really really like that basically what is happening is that delling is accepting gundams everyone's accepting gundams so instead of gundam oh god i'm going to get fucking tongue tied tongue tied saying gundam all the time um it's like everything's going to be gundams now like, it's basically allowed. I mean, Gundam, Delling himself.
0: Gundam, he Gundam, she Gundam, we Gundam. <laughs>
1: Are there any oh. other Gundams I should know about? <laughs> 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 hey, did Gary has a G just like Gundam? Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Gary Gundam. <laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, I, mean, I like, mm. my dad is, my dad... I think this is another bit that he thinks is funnier than it actually is, but um, he likes to call Hideaki Anno Gary Gynax. Gary of-
1: Gynax is pretty fucking good.
0: <laughs> the dude who created Dungeons and Dragons, like, dad, like, he has a name, and it's like this is another thing again, like the happy birthday thing that you think is more funny than it actually is.
1: I don't know. Gary Gynax is really fucking choice. You're- That's <laughs> Fucking good. <laughs> oh man. Um, But I, I wonder like, Gundam's allowed now. We legalized Gundam. Yeah. Congratulations.
0: Like, we legalized like gay weed Gundam. <laughs> like, you can protect your gay, you can protect your gay marijuana plants with Gundams now. Like, certainly more snazzy than AR 15s. And it's like, I can actually get behind this version of that old chestnut.
1: It's like, that's the thing. It, it it feels like fucking Syndrome Incredible's voice when everything is a Gundam nothing is. But yeah. at the same time, per, this is like, you realize and you think of this from a kind of business perspective within the realm of the show. Shit, that's a really good idea because now all of this permit is going to be, the, the, the demand for permit is going to go through the roof. This is like going to be good for Mercury. This is going to be good for everyone making money off of this shit. Uh,
0: it's going to be like a permit rush.
1: It it's it is, is the great permit rush of twenty-eight fifty-two, or guess what the fuck, Ad Stella 160. Um,
0: whatever, whatever.
1: Yeah. I but like, it's really interesting the way they kind of leverage it, and I guess the original plan here was for Delling to be like, nah, fuck that, it's a Gundam, burn it, burn Shinsei, get rid of the Pale's Gundam, get rid of Ariel. Like, but
0: then it's like uh, like meh
1: meh. Meh <laughs> Yeah. Well. So. Also. Though. What? It's. It's surprising that Delling is okay. signed on for this. Yeah. It's first like, of all,
0: it's like I mean, like a bazillion whatever, a bazillion Gundam monies. Because
1: he he signs Mirene's thing. He's like you know you the the curse is a heavier burden to bear than you think. I gotta wonder. And here I am going off on theories, but I haven't seen this theory yet. Maybe just because I haven't engaged with that much. I wonder if the reason he hates Gundams is maybe his wife got killed by Gundam.
0: I don't think I've ever... Maybe his
1: wife got slurped up by Permet.
0: It is so, like, obvious, but then it's just like, we're going into the exact same thing we have been doing for, like, 20 years on the internet. And it's like, eh. Even though like this one is still like pretty trite as it goes, it's like I can't believe that people haven't come up with like the painfully obvious thing. It's like yeah. right in front of their faces. It's like And
1: and like he ends up signing on to Mearen's business because oh Mearen reminds him too much of his dead wife that got slurped up into a Gundam. Like, I don't know. Because we see this very tiny little snippet, like, when when Meereen's talking to Prospera, she, like, kind of flashes back to herself as a kid at her mother's funeral, like, watching Delling walk away from the cathedral. Like, I don't know. I don't know what it could be. But, like, he's... First and foremost, I feel like Delling is a shrewd business person. So the fact that he's signing on to this means, if nothing else, he knows he can make money off of it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. so
1: he's not doing it like completely selflessly, like he's doing it because he knows he has something to gain from it I'm just gonna, I'm wondering what if there's more than just, I can make a trillion Gundam bucks with permit mines
0: yeah, yeah I don't know. also it's like in that scene where um, like the pale ladies are like going and like talking about like oh, it's a Gundam, like we have Gundams now, it's like the like there on it turns into like that dengen rompa. Like, yes, that is so process. fucking
1: fun. What what is this insane press conference where there's like
0: it's like this <laughs> like I have never like I mean I know that like people are go like they do like go all out at, like I mean this is like an E three presentation <laughs> or something. Right,
1: exactly.
0: It's like, is this prom? is this boring business party number five thousand eight billion and forty seven is this e3 like what is this weird party it's like i also did really come here expecting i really did come here expecting prominence and i got stonks
1: it's like i could okay they're on that stage the one middle part of the stage rising up i can get that sure the fact that there's, like, another part of the stage that rises up even higher and then they have these, like, fucking sinister red lights ready to go when they're like, by the way, the aerials are gonna... What the fuck kind of place is this? This is it's wild. Like,
0: what are you people... Like, like you people are interesting. It's like, you guys, like, like are you about to, like, have a, like, Pokemon battle? Yu-Gi-Oh! Do Bakugan? It's like, like
1: it's, go- it's... It's Shark Tank. This entire thing is just like crowdfunding Shark Tank, basically.
0: Yeah. They even
1: have the fucking confetti and pyrotechnics that go off when a company's founded.
0: Yeah, and it's like, I mean, like everybody's going and buying in on stunks. Mm-hmm. Like Mirene is like true girl boss. Like, God, she's, she's so like, fucking pure, sick. Like she is like pure girl boss. Like not like polit, like actual, like bona fide girl boss, like.
1: I mean, l- literally, because she is now the boss of her own company.
0: Yeah, it's like she is probably like the first action. Oh wait, no, there's like that Martha lady. Or she's whatever. the second.
1: She's Ever. the second most ethical teen CEO behind Seto Kaiba.
0: Yeah, it's like stonks, like
1: it stonks. Yeah. So. I what I quite liked about all that, because there's that part where she meets with Prospera earlier and Prospera like g- fucking grips her hand and and like it's like, oh, d- damn, why do you hate your dad? Don't you know that if you marry my daughter, like I have to be friends with your dad and you got to have a good you got to have a good relationship with him. And, she you know, funny enough, she does kind of give her this lesson in privilege of like yeah you hate your dad and you but like you gotta realize that literally everything that got you to this place was the privilege of having that creep as your father. You have to kind of realize that and like come to terms with it and and Meereen's like, oh, shit, fuck, Goddamn, I gotta swallow my pride and then thank, like, <laughs> thank you, new mom
0: like so while like dropping all of those like all of those like cups and like mm-hmm. breaking stuff, and I think that that's when like Shadiq comes in.
1: Yeah, so Shadik definitely has some kind of history with Meereen.
0: Yeah. Like, he
1: he mentions I that mean, like, she's changed.
0: Kind of, yeah, it's like, I mean, like, he's kind of been, like, on the sidelines. And I guess, like, that's, like, his whole point. But I know that, like, in, like, all that promotional material, he, he also has,
1: has a mobile suit.
0: mobile suit. And I think, like, that silhouette showed up in the, um... Like it's in the opening. The opening and it has like his silhouette,
1: his mobile suit in silhouette. Now, uh, it's not. So it you see it. It has like a cool glowing claw looking thing. Uh, it's called the Michaelis. It's not a Gundam. We know it's not a Gundam because it doesn't say it's a Gundam. Therefore, I take everything at face value because I have the uh, media literacy of a five year old. But well, yeah, we really haven't gotten any Shadik yet because like yeah, so we've seen like, a ton of Gwell, a ton of Elon, and he's dead now forever. And obviously, a lot of Suleta.
0: Yeah, and it's like I mean, um, like Selena like I'm not sure if that was like Elon Prime or Elon Five.
1: No, it was definitely Elon Prime because they oh, talk was- about how Elon Five isn't ready yet.
0: Yeah. Also, did you like notice that um Elon Prime does not have his ears pierced? He, like he doesn't have the earrings. I thought really. Yeah, he doesn't huh. have the earrings and it's like it's really weird like um why does his clone have that but like he does like I'm not sure if he has his ears pierced or not but like I
1: thought his ears I I he has different earrings I think. He has these kind of like long feathery looking things in like clone Elon. I think the real Elon has just like two little like rings on either lobe if I remember correctly. I don't know. They're different earrings
0: like maybe it was his hair like i don't know like i don't really but like again i still want to punch that dude
1: oh yeah he's still a fucking prick absolutely yeah it's- he, because he he god i love to see going back to the part where suleta has to be put on the fucking like Dongan Rampa execution platform When Alana's like, what? It's a Gundam? But Pale CEO, you can't destroy it. Like, he's doing such a terrible job of being, like, a shitty surprised actor. It's very endearing to me.
0: Probably, definitely was not in drama club at this school.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, hey, we know he doesn't go to school.
0: (laughs) (laughs) It's like, he is just watching reruns of All My Children and... And playing Mario, it's like he
1: he he, ta- he he stays home from school every day so he can watch every episode of Diners, Drive-ins, and Dives.
0: <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah, he knows how to beat Bobby Flay now because he's seen it like daytime food yeah. network TV. Like,
0: I can beat Bobby, like I can beat Bobby Flay, like I swear I have like I know how to like iron. Like I could probably be iron chef. I could probably become the iron chef. Like, Mm -hmm. yeah, (laughs) the the
1: the permit chef. That's what we're using now.
0: Yeah, like that's (laughs) going to be the new thing when I take over. Like, yeah, (laughs) he just Um. watches so much daytime TV. He's like also like those weird like forgotten like cartoon network cartoons that like only like six people remember. Like. We're like I guess if it's like these days it's just like you know he probably has like Teen Titans Go memorized because that's all Cartoon Network plays now. Mm.
1: He is the seen every episode of the Pioneer Woman. <laughs> um yeah, <laughs> shit. Like there's there's it's a, a lot happens here. But and I feel like I have a lot fewer notes in this one. Um but like, like, oh god, what else? What else? What else? What else? What else? We get more mention of the Vanadis Nuts Institute incident <laughs> from twenty-one years ago. So again, I thought it was twelve. Clearly, it's longer than that. Something's very fucky with the timeline here.
0: Maybe they are remembering wrong because of like Gundam Brain, and mm. they just flipped the number around, and it actually was twelve years ago.
1: Yeah, they just have been saying the numbers in the wrong order.
0: <laughs> yeah, higher uh, yeah, just- time.
1: There's a really funny Meireen line. uh, It's when Prosper is talking to her about the Vanities. Fuck, it's hard to say. The Vanities incident. And Meireen's like, oh, our generation knows nothing of Gundam. (laughs) So true, bestie. (laughs) I I go on Reddit, I know.
0: It's like, I mean, you people are hopeless on there. Like, do y'all, again, like, Reddit. Do you need help? I can get you help. you're
1: worrying mm. me. Mm. See, the the main the main thing what I'm wondering going forward from this episode. So Gundam is legal. We know that. Great. Mirin is going to be the head of this whole Gundam Incorporated thing, but it's pronounced Gundam. It's it it's Gundamu, the same way in uh, as you say the Gundam in Japanese. Uh but if this show does a time skip of sorts or what like because she's talking about how this is going to be like a, a humanitarian company uh, with the express purpose of protecting human life. Um, I gotta wonder, we gotta sell toys too, so they gotta definitely make more cool shit for the Ariel to use. I feel like there's a conflict of interest here.
0: Yeah, it's like, I mean, um, you go girl boss, but like... I really, really hope this doesn't end up as, like, a Theranos thing. Like, I mean, um, <laughs> this is my faith. Like, if, if, like, we're going to go and just, like, throw off, like, wild theories just for the sake of it, um, uh, Miorin is evil. I don't know why. I don't even particularly feel strongly about it. Like, this is just a theory that, like, uh, I don't know, whatever, like, mirroring is evil, or whatever. Yeah,
1: t- t- take, my, take my Reddit gold, Co- <laughs> cogent theory.
0: Yeah, like, um, put, like, that little, like, dude that's... Put, like, that little seal at the top of my post. Like, mirroring is evil, like, uh... Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: You you get five, Reddit gold. Um, uh, 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 fucking, my theory is that, um... Delling is actually Suleta's dad. Oh, fuck. I don't... Anime!
0: <laughs> God, damn <laughs> <it> anime.
1: <laughs> um, but again, I mean, if fucking Nikon and Nara is able to build the Mirasol flight unit in Earth House with a box of scraps, and like that worked totally fine last episode, like what the fuck is Gundarm gonna manufacture? Yeah, like like, like...
0: like they get like the Earth House girlies in on it. Like, this is going... Like, if this doesn't go with, like, my baseless, half-hearted theory, like, I mean, I'm kind of excited for you, and I am so happy for my little business lady.
1: I My theory is that we're going to get a new transfer student next episode, and her name is Elizabeth Holmes. <laughs> oh, fuck. Um, Is there anything else from this episode?
0: Um. I can't really think of it. Like, I didn't really have a chance to, because, like, stuff has kind of been going crazy at my house to get ready mm-hmm. for, um, to get ready for Thanksgiving.
1: Yeah. Um, this episode, I don't know when the fuck, it'll probably go up tomorrow, which will be yeah. the 23rd. Hopefully. I'll have time.
0: To yeah. Go. I'm definitely gonna try to
1: get done for the savings.
0: it's like... This is a bit more like, um, free jazz.
1: I honestly, I really like this style of doing it. We don't do it that much on the show. Like, we do it for the movies because there's a lot to cover. But, like, I feel like for this, like, sometimes you just don't want to go beat by beat. Sometimes you just want to talk about the the big things.
0: Like, my wrist does, like, I guess this is a lot better for my wrist. Uh Uh-huh. But, um... And, like, I do like that I can kind of, like, if I forgot, like, like I suddenly remember something that happened in the episode, like, I can go back. But it's, like, I like this sort of looser format. Yeah, there's...
1: I don't know. Again, I'm just... I'm very, very, very excited for more. Uh, More G-Witch shit. I should be getting my kids for...
0: I can't wait for um, the next episode. Although, like... I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to get into it because it's like it's going to be like shopping weekend and. uh,
1: Yay. (laughs) Yeah. We love shopping. Anyway. Anyway.
0: I be shopping.
1: (laughs) You're going to love this. Trust me. Beyond two. So, we got a bit. I that was the episode. A lot of great stuff. Uh we have a Beyond Tune world today. And I don't okay. Look, here's the thing, listener. I don't know if we did this person before. Because we would have done it in Iron Orphans. Unfortunately, I keep on fucking forgetting to um write down like which voice actors we do, because I don't write down all of them because sometimes my co-host does. So if we've talked about Natsuki Hanae before, uh, fucking sorry about it. Um, so this fool, this is the voice actor of Elon Saris, because you gotta. Uh, it's the Elon show this week. Uh, Natsuki Hanae, born June 26, 1991 in Kanagawa, Japan. Um, his, his Wikipedia summary is very detailed about his life and career. And he, he has two million subs on YouTube with more than half a billion views. And he got COVID one time and he got better. So good for him, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> um uh th- if we talked about this guy before he would have been uh sarah would have brought him up during our iron Blood orphans coverage because he's the voice of biscuit griffin in that show which is tremendous i love biscuit so, right. so sorry about all the thing with him <laughs> yeah right um but natsuki Hane's first role was in 2012 in tari tari um as asuhiro maeda or i'm sorry that's his first like starring role not just like a background character But um, he has been background characters in some decently noteworthy shows, including Doraemon, uh, Noragami, and another weird thing Sarah brought up from Iron-Blooded Orphans, the hentai prince and the stony cat, which is just a fucking landmine of a title. (laughs) Um, In 2014's Your Lie in April, he voiced Kosei Arima. In 2014's Yu-Gi-Oh! Arc V, or perhaps Arc 5, he is Hokuto Shijima. Uh, Can't wait to watch that show in uh, six years. Uh, 2014's Tokyo Ghoul. He is Ken Kaneki, who's the main character. I tried to watch that show and hated it.
0: (laughs) I do not really understand. Like, I was really into that when I was in high school. And I do not understand why.
1: Yeah, it's like that was me in Sword Art 2.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I watched it, but I was like, shit, I don't even think I liked it. Um,
0: like I have like a bunch of them that I think I have like a bunch of shows that I was like Stockholm Syndrome into liking by my anime club because like everybody else in that one was like really really pushy
1: mm, Tokyo Ghoul
0: was one of them
1: uh, yeah I have some work buddies who are like oh it got really good after the reboot and I'm like I'm not going to watch that much of it sorry uh, <laughs> let's see in 2015 Food Words Food 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 oh, fucking god 2015's Food Wars, Shogeki no Soma, whatever the fuck, he's Takuma Aldini. Obviously, like I said, 2015 Gundam Iron-Blooded Orphans, he's Biscuit Griffin. In 2015, Dragon Ball Super, he is Jocko, the Galactic Patrolman. Funny little alien man. Uh, In 2015's Digimon Tri and Digimon Kizuna, Last Evolution, uh, he's Takuma... Or, sorry, fuck, I rather run name. He's Taichi. He's Tai. He's the Agumon boy. We love him. He's the funny goggles man. in 2017's Fire Emblems Echoes, Shadows of Valencia, he is Alm. He's, like, the one of the two main characters. In 2017, video game Nier Automata, he voices none other than 9S, who is the secondary protagonist of the game. Pretty cool. Um, in 2017, he voiced a character called Grout in the One Piece anime, who is just a character in a filler arc that I've never heard of before. Sorry, Grout. <laughs> um... <laughs> 2017's black clover he is a character called Rill boys Mortar. Very good name. Uh Boy- 2019. <laughs> yeah, Boy- isn't that a name?
0: Roy's Mortar.
1: boys Mortar.
0: boys Mortar. Boys.
1: Boys Mortar boy's, boy's Uh 2019's <laughs> that time I got reincarnated as a slime. He is Yuki Kagurazaka. In 2019, a little show called Demon Slayer Kimetsu no Yaiba. He is the main character Tanjiro Kamado.
0: That's the butterfly? guy. I do not know. Like, is he like the butterfly
1: guy or is that? No, some- no, no, no. He's he's like the fire guy. Uh, Well, he's mm, he's the flint, flame guy. No, maybe the fire guy. Fuck. He, no, he's, well, okay. He's the main boy. He has like that red scar on his forehead. No, the butterfly one's a different character. And she's like my favorite here of the show because
0: she, she, she's like a lady.
1: I will say it is fucking phenomenal. I love it so much. It's like, I highly recommend it. Um. 2020, little show called Haikyuu. Uh, He voices Korai Hoshiyumi, who is an interesting character, to say the least. He's a scary-looking guy. Uh, 2020 Yu-Gi-Oh! 7s, he voices both Gakuto and Gakugen Sogetsu, who I can only imagine are perhaps twins, based on the names. Uh, he is Odokawa in 2021's Odd Taxi. In 2021's Monster Hunter Rise, he voices Iori the Pet Handler, who is the guy you talk to to recruit new cats and dogs to fight alongside you in that game, which is pretty fun. Uh, He's kind of like a Kakashi a little bit.
0: Nice. I have a
1: little little kitty named Mint. Kicks ass in that game. Uh, 2022's Yu-Gi-Oh! Go Rush to the polls. He is Monabu Sogetsu. Obviously, in 2022's Gundam G-Witch, he is Elon Ceres. Uh, and in more current anime, 2022's Blue Lock, he's Ikiniko, And in Chainsaw Man, he is voicing, well, he will voice, because this character has not shown up yet, but he will voice the Shark Fiend, who's a pretty fun character. Uh, and that's Natsuki Hanae.
0: I'm actually trying to re-watch Iron-Blooded Orphans again. And I'm actually uh-huh. liking it more than I did the first time around. Because now I know not to expect um, Lord of the Flies, but with Gundams. Also right, that, yeah. Like, really, also, Lord of the Flies, but with mechs, would really, really slap. Like, call me, Bandai. We are going to make so much money. Like, call me, please. I you know, that's no kind of... That's kind
1: of like the cancelled content, the third act of Metal Gear Solid 5. It's very Lord of the Flies and also they have a big robot. Much to consider oh, here. One. But um before we kind of get to the close and do plugs, I believe it is my turn for Robot of the Week.
0: So when you connect,
1: what is your robot of the week? Oh, fuck. Um My Robot of the Week is what have I I've been playing a lot of Pokemon. Um what's a good robot Pokemon? You know what? Alright. This is a new Pokemon. Um, there is, they did a really cool design. I'm not going to talk about like super endgame shit. This isn't like very spoilery. This is just like, you, if you played the Pokemon games, you've seen it. Um, there is this really cool brand new steel and poison type Pokemon called Rev- Revavroom. Um, that is like a kind of haunted car engine. Um, I'm pasting an image of it in of heaven so you can weird. see it. Yeah, it's this cool. It, it evolves from Revroom or perhaps Vavroom. I forget the base of his name. Vav Vavroom. V- v- it's fun. To, it's hard to say, but it's fun to say. It's, it's poison and steel. It has some really cool abilities when you fight it as like a boss around the world. But when you actually get it, it's not that good. I don't think. But it's just a really cool idea of this like haunted, ghostly like car engine that like comes alive and chases you down. And that's technically a robot. So that's my that that's that's my answer. It's Revver Room, the Pokemon who I haven't even caught yet, but I fought one and it was pretty fucking cool. <sighs> Alright. And I'm out of water.
0: Y'all want another music recommendation from me. Like I already talked about Taylor Swift a bunch. Of them. check out Charlie XCX; He has a song called Vroom Vroom, and I really like that song. Ooh, yeah. Vroom Vroom. Like um. vroom. I really like like I've been like doing it and it's like Wow, like the boom clap girl really, really went on a, really really went in a direction ever since I saw the Fault in our stars.
1: <laughs> yeah, she did some cool <laughs> stuff. Um I don't want to go to school. <laughs> I just free Shivakadu. Uh well hey, uh as we're getting to the close, Phoenix, where can we find you on the internet?
0: Um I guess like we should link to my Tumblr this time because I'm r- not really sure about if Twitter's going to be a thing <laughs> yeah, in the really. future. Elon with an A, um, but on Tumblr I am at Destroy Side Heck, and um, I'm still going to plug my Twitter at um, at Full Pringle. It's like Full Frontal, but it rhymes with but it's spelled like Pringles. Um, i don't really have i don't really have a project right now like i'm still like really busy just with like my personal life and hopefully i can start hopefully i can get started on my projects again soon i'll actually have like an update so yeah
1: cool uh, and I'm Max. I'm on Twitter at MaxyBajillion. Uh, I'm also on Tumblr at MaxyBajillion. And I don't really, I mostly reblog. I don't really post, but I'm on there too. Um, I'm on Co host at MaxyBajillion too, for what that was worth.
0: Okay, like, I do not know what Co host is. Like, I do not know.
1: It's like. I, I made it as a backup. It hasn't really, like, popped off yet. The site kind of goes down a lot because they clearly are not used to the level of traffic they've been seeing since Twitter's exploding. Like,
0: God tumblr was probably the first social media site i was ever on and it's mm. like i am going to stay on tumblr until it goes down it's like oh yeah yeah like i'm a lifer there also Fuck I'll that follow you loud back, today. i'll follow you back now on tumblr but anyway um i guess like yeah. we've run out of stuff to say so um
1: oh there, there's a little there's a little bit more um this show's on twitter at a wow cool podcast we're on noise based on XYZ which is a podcast network run by my friend Matt Gamecube um this show also has a co-host at Well wow cool robot on co-host um again that's like kind of a blank page because I haven't done anything with it yet but it's there in case something happens to Twitter because I gotta network this show so I can get listeners and friends hanging out um join our discord it's on um it's on discord fuck you know where to find it it's in every episode description um and I think that will now do it. Listen to my other shows, they're all linked. You know what to do. Um, so, as we always say to close,
0: war is bad.
1: Let's go, lesbians.
0: Let's go!